Welcome everyone to the Awaken the Possibilities podcast. I'm your host, Terry Wildeman. And today I have a dynamic guest who is so full of business wisdom and social media wisdom that every single time I connect with her, I learn something new, something refreshing, something different, something dynamic. This woman is a rock star. And of course, I'm talking about Laura Rubenstein. Rubenstein or Rubenstein? I think it was. Wine rhymes with wine. I shouldn't. I'm wine. Got it. (laughs) So allow me to read her bio because she is just amazing. Laura is an award winning social media and marketing strategist, certified hypnotherapist, master leadership coach, speaker, and best selling author of the book, Social Media Myths Busted the Small Business Guide to Online Revenue. She is the founder of Social Buzz Club, the influencer marketing platform that uses gamified content sharing to help your content go viral. Laura has developed marketing and branding strategies for more than 1,000 businesses, celebrities, coaches, speakers, and authors across the globe, helping them create more profits and brand popularity. Her profit-generating strategies and popular blog at transformtoday.com make her a highly sought-after speaker and consultant. Welcome, Laura, to Awaken the Possibilities podcast. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. You know, when we hear the word social media, a lot of us, it's like, oh, I'm so tired of hearing social media. And you know what? It's become a massive part of our businesses. Is there a business that won't benefit from social media? A business that doesn't want credibility, visibility, or more leads, yeah. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Okay, so when you hear the word social media, and I know that's your wine, (laughs) you just love social media. What does it mean to you when someone comes to you and says, tell me why I need to step into social media for my business. That's why I wrote the book. I know. Social, you know, social media myths busted because I kept hearing people. Oh, so, you know, all these things they have going on in their head about it. Like it wastes so much time and there's so much blah, blah, blah there. And I can't make any money. And those are all myths and that we bought into as um, I would say, uh, not aware business owners of the possibility here and they haven't made it fun yet. So it can be fun. It doesn't have to be drudgery and you can also delegate certain things about it. But um, the, I want to inspire people to throw away that mental model of what you think social media is and imagine like being able to have a place that you could walk into and connect with millions thousands hundreds of your ideal prospects ideal candidates for your service in a very natural relationship oriented way you don't have to be salesy in fact if you're salesy you get you know you're really ignored you become invisible if you're salesy when the marketer when the marketer moves in the members move out but if you like shake hands with people so if you think about it like what do you do with a normal networking meeting when you're in person uh we can't do that right now but when you can be in person, elbow bump yeah. uh, well, you elbow bump, can't even do that right bump, now you shake hands so what's a handshake on social media 
It's a like, it's a comment, it's a accepting a friend request, it's a, um, you know, follow. So those are the, the, that's like a handshake. And then wow. do what you normally do in networking meetings. You want to get to know people. Like on LinkedIn, you're going to want to connect with people just because you're curious about them and learn about them. Yeah. So that's a, a little bit of a beginning of a new paradigm to help. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, you just said something like every single time I've talked with you, a light bulb goes off. In 1998, I wrote my book, 1-800-Courtesy, Connecting with the Winning Telephone Image. And in that book, what I said was, yeah, here it is. This is 1998. Look at the image on there. Beautiful. <laughs> it's not me, by the way. I'm not, I was never blind. <laughs> but um, when I wrote that book, the one thing I said is how you answer the phone is the equivalent to a handshake when you meet someone. You just said something that I never thought about. When you like a comp, uh, something or you print someone, it's the equivalent of a handshake. I never thought about it like that. And now I understand my frustration, especially on Facebook. Because I always want, I mean, I get, I get so frustrated when these people friend me. And I send a message back and say, I'm a networker. I really love to get to know you, da, da, da. And then it's crickets. Mm -hmm. Why do you bother reaching out and friending me if you're not going to connect or respond? It doesn't make sense. And what I, what I will do is after a while, I will go through my messages. And if, not, if that person or if a person, there's a lot of them. Haven't responded to my message of networking. I just unfriend them because why bother having them as a friend on Facebook or LinkedIn? It's very wise of you to have messaged them. Is that before you accept their friendship or after? Uh, it's usually after. Yeah. I, and, I, and believe it or not, I do something that you're going to connect with somebody. Other folks may not. I muscle test every single one. Mm -hmm. And there are times, and when I, when I muscle test, it's because I use my, when I say muscle test, I, uh, the body has a wisdom. And we'll talk about intuitive wisdom in just a little bit uh, with social media, but body has a wisdom. And it's something that I use in helping business owners heal and get rid of the emotional baggage. And I use it to muscle test when something is right or not right for me. And I have muscle tested people who have friended me where no matter how I ask the question, Am I meant to friend them? Am I not meant to friend them? And da, da 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 da. It always keeps coming up no, no matter how I do it, and I won't accept their friendship. However, there are folks I have accepted, which is why it surprises me when I see that they don't respond. So, what's yeah. up with that, Laura? Well, I can't tell you what other people are thinking and why they're doing that. And some of them may be spammers or not real, um, but other, and it's a good way to weed them out the way you're doing it is send them a message. If they don't message back, unfriend them. I love that strategy. Now here's, instead of doing body wisdom, which some people don't uh, know how to do. Yeah, they don't have to do can, that. You can check for a couple of things. First of all, go click on their profile, see if mm -hmm. they've posted in a while. If they haven't, forget it. You know, right. actually, you may not be able to see if they've if they're keeping it hidden. So once you accept their friend request, if they haven't, um, then you know unfriend them because that means they're a spammer. They're not really into posting. Why right. would you want to connect with right. them? Um, if they uh, so if they don't have a 
profile picture, if they don't have um, any posts, and they don't have anything filled out on their about section about who they are, what they do, and look at how many friends they have. So um, if it's a lot or a little, you know, it depends. If they have a lot and they're posting a lot, makes sense. If they have a lot and they're posting nothing, they're a spammer. Okay, so this is the uh, log this your body wisdom will verify this. It but does. if you don't have the body wisdom, um, you can check the check, create a little checklist in your mind. And if two out of the three are like, nope, they don't, they're not posting anything. Yeah. They have too many friends. They're out of there, <laughs> you know, well, or you they know, don't have an thing, about. Um, you're talking about friends, and what I ask, why? What compelled you to reach out to me? And it drives me crazy when they come back with, well, we have so many friends in common. If that's the reason why you want to connect with me, then there's something wrong. I don't really care how many friends so, you have. So, you know, you can ask one more question, give them, you know, a second chance saying, so what's important about us having so many friends in common that makes you want to be. Yeah, and you know what? I have not done that. So it would be cur I would be curious to know what people are saying, especially if you yeah. did this to 20 or 30 people and see if you got I a have. few people, you No, know, to, to get follow up. And they say, you know, we're just connected to a lot of people. So it, you know, I might, if it was me and that's why I was doing it, I might say we're connected to a lot of people and you might have something interesting to me that I'd like to, to, to learn from you because all these people are very interesting people, you know? So is that shorthand for that? I don't know. <laughs> you know, it could be, yeah. it could be, we can give them a benefit of the doubt. And then, you know, you could say, and you could have some standard things that you can cut and paste back uh, as long as you're not doing too many at a time uh, because Facebook will notice if you're cutting and pasting into their system and they will put you in Facebook jail. Make no mistake about it for doing whatever. And we don't know exactly what they will and won't do, but so be careful. And that's the part that's really, that bothers me with Facebook. You don't know what the transgression is when you're put in Facebook jail, well, which isn't fair to the consumer because we don't know what you did. We don't know what we did wrong. Well, as a marketer, we know that Facebook is owned by Facebook. I do not own Facebook. I do not own anything that I put on Facebook, okay? So be very cautious and conservative with your use of it. Do read their community rules and terms and guidelines because you will be enlightened and you may be like, oh, I didn't know that was against the terms. It, it's not fun reading. I apologize, but it's not, you know, it is what it is. So I always err on the side of being very conservative with what I post on Facebook because I don't want to get shut down because I do value using the service and the platform. But at the same time, never, ever build your um, business on rented land, what we call rented land. This is I love that. Land. Yeah. Make sure you have your own platform whether it's your own course, your own email list, your own website, or combination of those things. You want to eventually capture your community into one of the things you do own. Wow. That's brilliant. I really, really like that. Like I said, I always learn something new from you. I, I really do. It's, I never thought of Facebook as being rented land, but in fact, you're so, that is so true. It's all, it's true for all the networks. It's not just yeah. Facebook. It's any network. They can change the rule at any time. They can start charging you. They can kick you out and evict you. You don't own it. <laughs> they can take go. away all your followers. They can shut down your Facebook pages. We know people who have had this done to them. So yeah. um, 
don't be a victim, be proactive, use it wisely and conservatively, and then appropriately to drive traffic to where you want people. Now, several people have, that I have been listening to, who are social media gurus, supposedly, um, have said that it appears that Facebook is going away from Facebook profiles and going more towards the personal profiles and groups. You mean Facebook business pages? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, no. No, no. So I'm not sure what you mean in terms of that. Well, there's but very little uh, on the Facebook business pages, um, the fan pages, whatever you know they're called these days. Um, it's really hard to interact on those. Yes. Okay. So here's the yes and the no, or the no and the yes. So no, they're not getting rid of the pages. If you want any traction on your pages, you have to pay. It is a pay to play game. So, and the only way you can advertise on Facebook is to have a Facebook page, a business page. Okay. You can't just have a profile and then use their advertising platform. So pages are not going away because all their revenue is based upon the income. Yeah. That being said, they're putting a higher focus on groups because that's where the engagement is really happening. So the Facebook page is where you source your, you know, your advertising from. And if you're not using advertising, then yeah, don't use Facebook pages. They're not going to, they're not going to do you a whole lot of good, except for the fact that if you drive people to your Facebook page from your website, Okay, you have to have credibility. You need to be posting there just to have something there. There probably won't be a lot of interaction if you're not paying for it. Okay, mm -hmm. if you want interaction and build a community, most people now are advising and engaging and creating Facebook groups. And eventually you'll start seeing ads, if not already, in the Facebook groups. <laughs> um, we're already seeing you know, all kinds of things. But yeah, remember, this is a free platform for users. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, you have to put up with ads in more and more creative ways that Facebook is allowing advertisers to do that. Interesting, because I, I don't see it in my group yet. So I will be on the uh, lookout yeah, yeah. for it. <laughs> I will be on the lookout for it. So, Laura, one of the things about leadership and wisdom and social media is being smart about how to use it. What do you see from an intuitive perspective? And you know, I'm all about intuition. That's the name of the university, Intuitive Leadership University. When, from an intuitive perspective with social media, what is the bottom line piece in connecting leadership, social media, and intuition in your world? Um, I think about this a lot actually, and I've talked about this for years a lot. So as a leader, when you go to post on social media, do a gut check, do that intuitive check. Is what you're about to post valuable, important, and reflective of who you are as a leader? You know, is it modeling your highest leadership and is it modeling something you want others to do? You know, that whole thing about leadership. If it's not, don't post it. You know, I like to say use social media for social good. So, you know, if you want to rant, it is not the place that a leader rants. A leader rants in that. private, right? It I is, love that. If you want to forward the conversation in something in a diplomatic, proactive, and inspiring way, then yes. 
okay? Mm -hmm. So you have to do your own internal processing first before you go post. Don't use social media to process your emotions. <laughs> I love what you are saying because you're right. Some of these folks who go on these rants, I have to admit, I just go, whoa. You know, it, it pushes me back a bit. And I question leadership and influencer, leadership and influencer. And I was just asked this question recently. Not all influencers are leaders. Correct. If you really think about it, not all influencers are leaders. So we have negative leaders and we've got positive leaders. An influencer to me is someone who just tends to be popular. Okay. Who has the ability to uh, influence people regardless of whatever the topic is. They, they just have a charisma. They have a, they have a way about them that influences people, but it does not necessarily mean that they're either a positive or a negative leader. And I would like to see that the leadership step up, the leaders here watching today step up and start to overwhelm the influencers who are not doing, who are not leading. You know, let, let's put the content on in a compelling way that, you know, drowns out the, the influencers who are just festering, you know, negative or, yeah. you know, influencing it, moving us in a non-positive direction. So I'd like to see more positive influencers, leaders to be developed. And yeah. that's, you know, what I'm passionate about helping people do is bringing out their message, making the impact they want, using social media in a very positive, powerful and impactful way. And that's why I'm creating Intuitive Leadership University. It is Intuitive Leadership University is about getting these stressed out entrepreneurs who really are leaders, but they're so stressed out that they can't, you know, they, they sort of lose their mojo and helping them leap off that stress hamster wheel into calm, ease, and flow that leads them to become into unstoppable intuitive leaders and practical business mistakes. You know, and people say, you know, what's a practical business mystic? A practical business mystic is someone who integrates the practical, tactical, and logical with the emotional, the energetic, the spiritual, the intuitive. When you integrate all of it, guess what? You become unstoppable. You become unstoppable. Amen. <laughs> so I think that's a great note to basically say, Laura, you are going to come back, right? I'm never far away. Yes, I know you're not. <laughs> and as a member of Intuitive Leadership University, I'm very grateful to you and the work that you do. I'm very grateful for what you do with many of the different organizations, of which I'm a part of a couple of them, the uh, Women Speakers Association. I see you do such tremendous work with them. And I'm very, very grateful to you for being the leader that you are in the social media space because we need more people like you. And I'm thrilled that you are going to be sharing that information, knowledge, and um, wisdom. I can't. Attitude of Leadership University. So to my listeners, thank you so very much for being a part of today and listening in. And you know we always bring you quality, quality information from amazing, amazing people. So I look forward to sharing with you even more amazing information next time your success and have your best week ever. Thank you again, Laura.
welcome bye for now bye.